Welcome back, Travel Besties, to Season 2 of the Passports and Coffee Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Sherea. This season, we're excited to introduce to you some new Travel Besties. So grab yourself a cup of coffee. And let's inspire you to travel the world. Welcome back, Travel Besties, to a brand new episode of the Passports and Coffee podcast. Today's episode is a fun one. If you tuned in last week, you would have heard all about indie travel. And today we're going to take a 180-degree turn and talk about all-inclusive vacations. Now, we know this is a completely different topic, but it's one that we want to talk about because, let's face it, as full-time corporate world millennials. We are limited on PTO and sometimes planning a vacation just isn't feasible. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of all-inclusive vacations. But before we get started, Shereya, what are you drinking today? Yeah. So today I am drinking my trusty old French press, but today I added some sweetened condensed milk to it to make it more like Vietnamese coffee. I was going to say, reminds me of Vietnam. So good. I am drinking a nice cold brew with just a little bit of cream in it. You know, nice. nothing fancy around here today. Yeah, just a little whisper. Yeah, you know, it's it's what's needed every now and then. A friend of mine used um, would say it all the time, just a whisper in my coffee. And if you wanted less than that, it was called a secret. Oh, it's kind of cute. I kind of like secret. it. <laughs> I say it's now still all the time. It's great. All right, Sharia. So let's talk about all-inclusive vacations. Yeah. Have you ever been on one? I have been on one. It was actually just a couple years ago, so it's pretty recent. I went to Cancun. I've never been to Cancun prior to this, and it was a family vacation, which was awesome. So we kind of splurged and went to a more ritzy all-inclusive. It was the excellence at Playa Mujeres, and we had a great time. Mexico? How many have you been on? Before I tell you that, yeah. Mexico <laughs> is honestly the best place for all-inclusive vacations. It's good. I love, I so love all-inclusive resorts down in Mexico. Um, I have been on several, a couple in Mexico. I was down in um, the Dominican Republic one year and did an all-inclusive. Um, a lot throughout the Caribbean I've done all-inclusives, which tend to be where you find a lot of the all-inclusive resorts. So I am a fan, obviously, of all-inclusive resorts. But with that being said, I do think there's a time and place yeah. for all-inclusive resorts. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. I do know with all-inclusive resorts, there's a popularity amongst you know people who do work in the corporate world because of the fact that all-inclusive resorts are just easy. Yeah. You know, with the all-inclusive factor, everything is included. So for all of us that work really hard, we're limited on PTO, you know, things like that, an all-inclusive resort is very intriguing to people, and I can see why. Um, out of all the times I've ever gone to an all-inclusive resort, that's kind of the reason why I went to an all-inclusive resort, so that you can just kind of relax. Yeah. So I do think all-inclusive resorts are for a certain type of person. Um, I do know some people love them and other people hate them. <laughs> so I have a love-hate relationship with them. I do think that there is a place and time for it. For me personally and my preference of travel, 
I really love the ability to just relax and you don't have to think about what is next. You're not going anywhere. Or if you are, you're just adding on activities that are already set up for you at the resort. All of your food is included. All your beverages are included, which is all really nice. You don't have to think about that. But I love learning culture and I love eating what locals eat. I love getting, I call it dirty travel where you get to go into the the streets and eat the street food and go down the alleyways where locals have their daily life and so I love I love them both both sides I, I agree with you on that I think that's kind of both a pro and con of all-inclusive resorts like the one thing that I really love about heading to an all-inclusive resort like I said earlier is like you really don't have to think Mm -hmm. right like you just show up and everything's taken care of for you you know you can wake up in the morning go right down to the pool you have food drinks everything and there's just really no need to think Mm -hmm. and I know like if you work in the corporate world and you have to think all the time, it's nice to not have to plan anything yeah. and just know that there's activities and things to do around the resort throughout the day where you really don't have to think about, hmm, what am I going to do today? Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice that most of these all-inclusive resorts have, you know, two, three, four, five restaurants on the property. So you can kind of choose where you want to eat. But with that being said, I do feel like sometimes the food can be a little lackluster. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like out of all the resorts I've been to, the one thing that kind of bothers me is, so say you go to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't know, I would love to try, you know, authentic Mexican food. Yeah. You're really not going to find that in the resorts. Like I feel like in most all-inclusive resorts, there's always like, a steakhouse, mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. and there's always like like a sushi, Some sort of Asian yeah, restaurant, Asian restaurant. So there's always, or an Italian. I feel like there's always an Italian, yeah, right. So like I feel like most of these resorts have a lot of the same type of restaurants and foods. And don't get me wrong, like the food can be good. I have been to some restaurants like in resorts that have been better than others. <laughs> Some I was like, oh my God, this food is awful. But like, I think you also get what you pay for too in some of these all-inclusive resorts. So, you know, some of the resorts where you're spending a little bit more money per night per person typically will have the better food, I feel like. And then I do feel like too, these resorts, like for breakfast options, it's like the same thing every like every morning. So I think... When it comes to food, I would prefer to get off the property, but then I have a problem with that too because it's one of those things where it's like I'm paying for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you don't really want to get off the property to spend more money on food, but then it's like you want to experience yeah. like the culture. So that's kind of where I feel with the, like all, yeah. the all-inclusive resorts. Yeah. So – I don't know. I have a love-hate. Yeah, that happened to me when I was in Mexico. We spent a lot of money for a week at our resort, and the food was phenomenal. It was absolutely incredible. Like you said, like you pay for what you, you get what you pay for, and the food was incredible. I knew that like we were planning this Mexico trip for about a year, and I was thinking in my head that I was going to leave the resort for a day because I really wanted to go see Chichen Itza, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. And it was about two hours 
away from where we were. And there's there's so many tours and trips that you can book. I think a trip was typically around fifty or sixty dollars, and which is not terrible for a full day mm-hmm. excursion. But I remember talking to my brother, and he was not down for going with us. And he was like, I am paying a lot of money to be here. I don't want to pay more money to leave and pay for more food. And so in a way, he kind of guilted me into not going. I'm glad that I stayed, but I'm also kicking myself that I didn't go. I mean, he makes a good point, though, right? Like these all-inclusive resorts, like you're paying to be there, right? Like you're paying to use the property. And, you know, a lot of these all-inclusive resorts have like sister properties. So you're able Mm -hmm. to use those sister properties, which is nice because then it feels like you are leaving and you're able to experience other things, but it's still that resort life, right? So like you're still mm-hmm. getting the pool, you're still getting the service, you're still, you know, eating the same types of foods, but he makes a valid point. Like you spend all this money to stay at a resort, mm-hmm. to leave a resort to spend money. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things that you have to really consider. Yeah if that's something for you. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of friends that that's all they do. And I know here in Michigan, and I mean, you're from Minnesota, so I don't know, you can maybe speak on this as well. But I know here in Michigan, in the cold months, we escape to Mexico, Mm -hmm. like we flock down there because it's so cold. And I know a lot of people, they're just looking, you know, to get away, whether it's for a long weekend or a week, and just soak up the sun. Mm -hmm. And most people are not really looking to go and do these like excursions and extravagant things. I think a lot of people are just looking to escape the cold and the snow and just to lie on a beach with a drink in hand. Yeah. And, and that's just the thing too, is like a lot of people, we work really hard, right? So a lot of people just want that relaxation and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause trust me I like a good beach day, just like the rest of them. Now I can only do about like two days (laughs) outside of that. I get really kind of bored because I'm somebody who, loves to do things I mean I think everyone travels differently right so Mm -hmm. people love the resort life and love the all-inclusive life and I'm not knocking it I think like I said there's a time and place for me for that personally but I just know a lot of people who work really hard they just want to head down to Mexico sit on the beach have drinks come to them be able to eat food and just relax so I do think that is a pro in some ways for me it's kind of a con because like I said after about two days on the beach I'm like okay I'm done I'm ready to explore but with that being said the last time I went to an all-inclusive resort um, we went to Mexico and this was like right at well it's like a year into COVID the pandemic I think it was like a year into COVID so like people were just starting to kind of like travel internationally things were starting to be a little bit more acceptable and you know I'm a nurse so after a year of dealing with that shit I was like (laughs) sign me up I just want to sit on the beach and that's kind of what I wanted to do I just wanted to sit on a beach just relax I mean we did do you know a day trip an excursion and do a day trip so I'm not saying that we didn't get off you know the property because we did quite a lot but with that being said I was a little bit more tame than when I normally (laughs) am on vacations and I will say I chose the wrong resort because it was a little bit tame as in itinerary wise yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because I'm usually like more of like not necessarily having an itinerary but I know I would have preferred to be a little bit more adventurous than I was on that trip. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, after a year of COVID and me working so hard, I was like, I just need a beach vacation, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when an all-inclusive resort really comes in handy because, like, I was not in the mood to plan anything. 
you know, yeah. I knew we wanted to go to um, Isla Mujeres. So that was like the one thing that we did. And we were meeting friends down there because they were, they happened to be in Mexico as well. But outside of that, I mean, it was exactly what we needed it to be. You know, it was nice mm-hmm. and quiet. We kind of just did our own thing, relaxed. And that's what I needed. Yeah. But, you know, it, it you're going to have to weigh that option out. And if that is something for you, which is the complete opposite of indie travel, what we talked about last week on the <laughs> podcast, where you just kind of yeah. go with the flow and it's like not so regiment, like regimented, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's just a completely different way of traveling. Yeah. For the inclusives that you've been to before, do they have daily activ- activities, itineraries set for each day that you could choose to go if you wanted to? Yes. So um, the one in the Dominican did not. I know the ones in Mexico do. I do. I know most of like Mexico resorts have a lot of fun activities throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I know um, this last one that I went to in Cancun, they had daily activities. Like in the morning, mm-hmm. there was always some kind of exercise by the pool. Um, they brought mm-hmm. out like little like flotation devices and they were doing <laughs> yoga in the pool. <laughs> so, I mean, they have stuff like that. And then they would always have some kind of competition in the afternoon. I know one okay. was like a hula thing. Another really? was like a, you were able to make drinks. I think you, le- you learned how That's to make cool. some kind of like drink. And then um, – one was maybe like a food competition of some sort. So there was quite a lot of activities. And then on top of it too, that one resort had a day club uh, on the roof. So every day, well, I don't know if it was every day, but I know the one day that we went up there, they had like a big party. So it was like a themed party. So like every day they had something else going on on the roof. So that's cool. You know, it kind of gave it a different element because, like, the pool party was definitely different vibes <laughs> than, like, the rest of the resort, which, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it just gives you that, like, different element where you felt like you were at a different place even though you were still at the resort. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. that's a bonus. Plus, I do know most all-inclusive resorts will also have, you know, an option for you to sign up on, a, like, excursions. Mm-hmm. Although – those excursions are usually a little bit more expensive yeah. than if you were to plan it on your own. But then again, it's the factor of being easy, mm-hmm. right? So you don't a lot of people leave. will book. Well, that's just the thing is a lot of people will book right there at the hotel because things are taken care of for them, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have to go out and try to find the tour operator. They don't have to work through, you know, talking to all these different companies to figure out which one they want to go with. Like it's right there yeah so I mean because here's the thing like when we went to um Isla Mujeres we could have easily booked a tour like right there at the resort we decided to um hop on a local bus to the ferry port yeah to hop on a ferry and do it ourselves which just kind of made the experience I mean if you've never you know drove or rode on a uh local Mexican bus you know it's interesting (laughs) It's also cost effective. So I mean, but that's also kind of part of travel, right? Like that's the part of travel that I love. Mm -hmm. I know it's not for everybody, yeah. but yeah, that's an option. How about you? The one that you were at, was there activities? Yeah, it was similar to that where they had three different activities throughout the day and it was morning aerobic type 
exercises in the morning, like there was water Zumba one day, which was kind of fun. And then in the afternoon, we had a little, so I didn't go to every single activity, but I just went to the ones that interested me. Mm-hmm. And so there was one where we did a mezcal tasting. So that was really cool. And they made them all in bell pe- Then they made like cocktails and bell peppers. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. I don't know the significance of the bell peppers, but that was really That's fun. interesting. Yeah. And I also went to, they had a Spanish teaching class. So I went to that as well because that was fun. It was very, very, very basic Spanish, but it was still fun just to, I just love hearing Spanish. And then it's one of those things where, um, I get to test my own knowledge when I hear other people speak it. That was really fun. But I would say one of my favorite things was the nighttime entertainment. There was some really awesome entertainment that happened every evening. And there was one where there was like a Afro acrobatic show, which was awesome. So these people are standing on people's shoulders, like three people deep, or there's one person holding on to like five people and it was really, really impressive. There was another one that was a silent disco party. Have you ever been to one of those before? No, I have not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sounds like fun, though. They they are the absolute best. So this is actually the second time that I've been to something like that where typically there's two channels and everyone's wearing headphones. Mm-hmm. And so you can pick which channel you want to listen to. And for the, this particular one, they had different colors. So you could tell like which people are listening to which channel. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's listening to these headphones and they're just dancing and you hear people like pointing, like you hear the song and then you like have to tw- switch it. And then everyone's just dancing and you take the heads- headphones off and you hear people singing <laughs> so off key and so off tune. It's the absolute best. So I highly recommend if you ever go to like a silent disco party, it's a lot of fun. That That is a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> so oh much God. fun. I do know yeah. um, when I was in the Dominican Republic, they had – they put, like, a whole show together. I remember it was, like, a evening show with dancers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When I was in Mexico this past time, there was no real, like, evening show like that. Um, I know – so we were at a, a very, like, adult – type um all-inclusive it was adults only mm-hmm. so was ours and but ours was a little bit more like they were trying to be a little like risque like the the people that walk around with drinks were always in like you know sexy outfits with mm. like wings and like it was a very <laughs> like <laughs> yeah <laughs> spring break type of yeah, atmosphere kind of very much so but like trying to be like an like a upper level spring break type Upscale of atmosphere, spring break. <laughs> which you know, <laughs> time funny. and place for everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's, it wasn't fun, but they didn't really do a lot of like evening activities. They had like a white party mm-hmm. one night, I think, which we didn't participate in, and then they had like a nightclub, but nothing that we really wanted to participate. We actually went off the resort one night my friend Amy, I went with my friend Amy and she actually knows a few of the bouncers at like a club. That's so great. In in the hotel zone of um, Cancun. So um, we were like, oh, we'll just go out for a drink. Five later? <laughs> we closed. <laughs> we closed the bar. Yeah. We were just having so much fun and they were playing like the best throwback, you know, and I think like at that point, everybody that was in Mexico... We all just had a really rough year, right, with COVID. 
And people were just letting loose. And I remember looking at my friend Amy. I was like, if this is – if we're going to get COVID, this is it. This right here. Like there was just no space to move, but we were just having so much fun. And, of course, like Amy knew um, the bouncers and everything. And we didn't pay for all of our drinks. I do know that we like left a really hefty tip because, you know, we were getting things for free. But we had like a lot of fun. And honestly, it probably would have been better <laughs> than the party that they were having at the resort anyway. So we had a Talking lot of fun. about tips. Do you tip your the, t- tip the staff at your all-inclusive? Good question. So I do. Yeah. I do. Now, I yeah. don't tip every single person. Um, I know for breakfast, we sat in – this one guy's section every single morning. And I like to do that Mm -hmm. at an all-inclusive because one, it kind of fosters a relationship. They get to know you. They Mm -hmm. know your name. And it was like one of those things every morning we walked in and they were like, oh, Kayla, Amy, you know, and you just kind of get this like relationship with the staff and I leave them a tip at the end of the week for my wait staff. Now, when I'm hanging out by the pool, getting drinks, um, yeah. I will tip whoever's serving me. And let me tell you something. When you tip, you get better service. Yeah. Now, I get that it's all-inclusive and yeah. drinks are free and a lot of people don't think that you should tip. But the way I think about it in Mexico, $5 goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And to, to me, $5 isn't a lot. Um, I typically will tip like $10 a day. And they say to carry ones you know, and if you just want to like give ones here and there, but I do know personally, if you tip your staff, they will treat you better mm-hmm. and you'll never have an empty glass. Like it was one of those things where we tipped this um, waitress one day by the pool because we were, me and Amy were like the first ones at the pool. Mm-hmm. She came, started waiting on us. We gave her like $10 and let me tell you something before our drink was even empty, we had another one right there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that's what you want and you're sitting around drinking, having a great time, yeah, tip your staff yeah, because they'll make sure that you're treated really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like staff doesn't treat you well, but you know, if you want that extra mile where you're you never have an empty glass and they're always waiting Served on your hand first and foot and stuff like that, yeah, then tip them. How about you? Yeah, so yeah, we tip really well. Whenever well, the one time that I went, we tipped really well. And another perk that we have that I know not everybody has is that my my stepdad he's actually from Mexico. And he is one of the most personal people ever. Like everybody, amigo, amigo, amigo. And so literally in the first 10 minutes, everybody knew who he was. And they saw us with him. And so, of course, whenever we would be walking around by ourselves, they'd be like, where's your dad? Where, Where's your sister? <laughs> and then I remember we had one – shoot, I don't remember his name. But we had one one waiter, and he was – really only working at nights we only ever saw him during the nighttime entertainment and we were Mm -hmm. we're a fun family so we would be the only ones clapping for the people that were entertaining us for these people and I was just kind of shocked by that because people I mean we weren't being rowdy and obnoxious but we were clapping for them when they did a good job and we were usually the first people to start that and I was just kind of shocked I'm like why aren't you appreciating these people's hard work to perform for you anyways so our waiter we would all of us it was like six of us we would be taking shots and so the last night because they knew like 
we told them when their last day was the last night he would just start bringing us shots that we didn't even ask yeah. for and then he saw that we our drinks were empty so he was like here you go have some more and then we're like we can't drink anymore but they're showing you their appreciation right yeah. i think it goes a long way and even just being nice to the staff because let me tell you something i i see a lot of people being rude as well and it's mostly mm-hmm. on the American side. I'll be honest with that. And it's kind of disappointing to see some Americans act the way that they do at an all-inclusive resort, almost as if like they feel like they're mm-hmm. better than the staff. And that really bothers me. Yeah, It bothers me in the fact that, yes, we are very fortunate to be able to travel and be in these certain situations. And for me to see people treat people poorly, it it really bothers me. And yeah. I see it and I feel like mm-hmm. some people feel like they don't deserve a tip because they're getting paid. But I don't know. I think if you're getting – I'm somebody who thinks no matter what, if you're getting good service, I do think people need to be recognized for that, whether that's monetarily or not, you know. But I do. I think like – Mm-hmm. They just show their appreciation, right? Because I remember like this one day, we didn't tip right away, but we were having a conversation with this one guy, like our one waiter, and he was just so kind and amazing and was waiting on his hand and foot. He noticed that we were drinking all day, and mm-hmm. he actually brought us food. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, so great. It was like our last day in Mexico, and we were just like <laughs> trying to get hammered type of thing. <laughs> Which is kind of hard to do in Mexico at an all-inclusive mm-hmm. resort, by the way, because they're not they're not the most heavily poured drinks, right? So, mm-hmm. and they're using kind of like watered down alcohol. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, we weren't really really getting how, that drunk I, off of the shots from the. With how much I drank, <laughs> I'm like I should I should have been like plastered, but I wasn't even like buzzed. <laughs> but besides the point, yeah. he, he saw that we were <laughs> drinking all day. We were in the sun, and he brought us like chicken fingers and fries because that's what we ordered the day before. So it's like he remembered that, but like it's <laughs> also so like such a nice gesture to do like I noticed that you've been drinking all day here I think you could use this so I it's like appreciation and that kind of like I think whatever we had left cash wise I'm like he deserves it he gave us drinks he gave us food he knows the weight of our hearts (laughs) so yeah well also also too when you are kind that way and you notice them and treat them as human beings because that's who they are I remember so for morning, we would always go to this one restaurant for breakfast because it was a buffet breakfast and mm-hmm. it was really good food. And I remember Juan coming back to the table and he had empanadas. And I was like, where did you get empanadas? I didn't see empanadas up there. He's like, I know the people. And he goes, oh, they just made it for me. <laughs> they just It wasn't even in line and they just made him empanadas. I'm like, he's like, go ask for them. I'm like, okay. And then I asked for them and she was like, okay. <laughs> and she made me some empanadas and they were good empanadas. But th- I mean, that's just, it just goes to show you that like if you treat people with kindness they're gonna go above and beyond for you it's kind of like the room service too like um the people Mm -hmm. who are cleaning our room and stuff like that like you know we left them a little bit of a tip and I mean because I don't want them to feel left out either because they're doing the hard work as well so Mm -hmm. I think all around Mm -hmm. like yes they're there to work and whatever but I do feel like the staff sometimes can either make or break your experience at an all-inclusive 100% so it's like if you can afford to float them a couple dollars to, 
you know, whatever. It helps them out. Mm-hmm. It makes a great trip for mm-hmm. you. And it's, I don't know, to me, it's a couple of dollars on top of what you've already paid is is just nothing. Not that much know? in the grand scheme of things. So let's talk about like budgeting. I'm like an all-inclusive. Yeah. I do think all-inclusives are kind of worth it in some sense. Um, you can get some really great deals at an all-inclusive depending on where you go. Now, not every all-inclusive is made equally. I will say that. I know you've only been to one. I have been to a few. Yeah. And it was fancy. And <laughs> let me tell you, I have been to a couple where I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Not the best. Um, but I think like you you can find a good deal. And it, my thing is is like make yeah. sure you read like reviews. The reviews are going to be like spot on with what you're going to get. Yeah. Um that's also why I kind of watch a lot of room tours too, like on YouTube, mm-hmm. because let's face it, the photos that they're putting on the internet were photos of when the resort was brand new. They opened. Okay. <laughs> And let me tell you something, all-inclusive resorts get wear and tear really quickly. Especially when you're by the ocean, the salt water. Mm-hmm. But even just the rooms, like I just noticed like a lot of like all-inclusives, you get a certain type of person, right? <laughs> so yeah, sometimes not people careful. just are not careful and they don't like to maintain. Yeah. Or like take care, or care. of things. They don't care. Or care. Yeah. I mean, depending on what kind of resort, because there's other, there's some resorts that are more party vibey, mm-hmm. like spring breaky. I try to stay away from that. <laughs> at, at my age, I I, I try to stay away. Did from you go that. to old person I did resort. That. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, I've been told I need to go to an old person <laughs> you know. resort. But oh yeah, we did, what we did talk about that. How like I was told I had to go to an old person resort. Yeah. Although, I mean, why can't there be a resort for like the mid thirties that enjoyed a party during the day but be in bed by like eight thirty? Is that is that too much to ask? <laughs> I want to say eight thirty, maybe like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah, uh, uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have my makeup off and in bed by nine. So <laughs> if I'm day drinking all day, no, the nine o'clock max. Uh, yeah, that's true. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Some of the party resorts are a little just too much. Like you just get a younger crowd, and mm-hmm. you know they're fun to hang out with every now and Which then. Is fine. But I just, I, I'm not saying I want to hang out with a bunch of 60, 70 year olds. Nothing wrong with that either. But like, a good, I like a good mix. So I like a, a yeah. crowd that's kind of party in the day, yeah. sleep at yeah. night. I want to be able to have like a restful sleep. Millennial mullet. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just call it a millennial mullet. Stop it. I have never heard of that. I don't know. I don't. It, I made it up. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know I kind of like it though. Business yeah. in the front, party in the back. A millennial mullet. Okay. Can we? <laughs> can we please like trademark that? <laughs> Travel besties. What do you think about the millennial mullet? <laughs> New T-shirt idea. What do you? <laughs> That's great. Okay, so basically oh we gosh, need an all-inclusive that's like a millennial mullet. <laughs> Fun during the day, but we want to sleep at night. So it's like a reverse mullet. <laughs> yeah. That's great, actually. So yeah, so along with the party crowd, um, they make them for there makes so many that are family friendly. So they make some that are for families, they make some that are just couples, some that are just adults. So there's really all-inclusives for everybody. There really is. So like if you're looking for a certain type of vacation, 
you can find it. I've never done a couples only because I'm not coupled up. And <laughs> um, I've done I've done adults only, and I have done like the family friendly ones. I mean, I I think it just all depends what kind of vibe you're looking for, and like some are a little bit more upscale where it's more of like mm-hmm. a, you know, romantic vibe. And then others are more party. So, I mean, I think that's kind of, like, the best about, like, all-inclusives is, like, yeah. you can really find something that you can relate to and that you want. Also, another thing about all-inclusives, too, is if you want to stay in a resort, there are some resorts that you can stay at without getting the all-inclusive package. Really? So, um, my friends Ashley and Christian, we were in Mexico together around the same time. We met them in Isla Mujeres. We were staying in the hotel zone, um, and they were staying in Isla Mujeres, and then they came to Cancun afterwards. We stayed in an all-inclusive with the whole all-inclusive package, and they decided to stay in an all-inclusive, but they did not pay for the all-inclusive package. Interesting. So I, to me, I feel like if you're going to stay in an all-inclusive, you might as well. But I do know, like, some resorts have that option. So if you're Hmm. looking to do, like, things a little bit. Maybe you don't drink a lot or don't eat a lot or have a lot of dietary restrictions, maybe. Honestly, I think the drinking is, like, a huge thing. Um, So because, obviously, one of the major perks about all-inclusives is the fact that all your alcohol is included, right? So people just, they love to drink on vacation. I think that is, like, a huge benefit of an all-inclusive, right? Because people mm-hmm. really like to drink. And then you don't have to pay that out of the pocket, right? Because alcohol can get very expensive. It's true. So I do know that's a pro, but, I mean, if you don't drink, it kind of – saying it an all-inclusive is not really going to – Yeah, it's not beneficial. <laughs> There's nothing beneficial about that unless – I mean, unless you make up eating all the food. But, like, even at that point, I feel like – You'd have to eat a lot of food to make up for all that drinking, <laughs> you know. So yeah. I don't know. I think there's some pros and cons to that. I, I, to be honest, I don't. I couldn't see myself staying at an all-inclusive resort and not having the benefits. But I do know it's an option. So some resorts do do that. Like I said, I have friends that did it because they wanted to stay in Cancun, but they wanted to do it on like an affordable option. You know, so I do know like the hotel zone of Cancun, like Cancun is obviously very touristy. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of like actual culture in (laughs) Cancun. I think, you know, the tourism there in Cancun has really kind of taken over, which is like another thing that I think we should kind of touch on with like the whole all-inclusive resorts. Because I do think like in certain areas that have become very touristy, the all-inclusive resorts have really kind of hurt the culture. Like, it's a pro, right? Because it gives all these people work. Mm-hmm. But it's a con, too, because then you're kind of stripping an area from its culture. Yeah. Because, I mean, Cancun now, there's really, like, no culture. Like, I have a friend, you know, she's Mexican, and she'll tell you that Cancun is a no-go. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> like, originally, of like, original Mexican culture in that area. That it's yeah. very touristy and they've kind of catered to tourism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like almost like they sold their soul. Yeah. So it's like it's a pro and a con. There's some benefits to it, but it's also like destroying things too. So yeah, I feel that a little bit 
that way with Hawaii a little bit where there's still it's still super rich in culture because it's very important to the Hawaiian people but you just find more and more mainlanders coming buying up land and that forces locals out because they can't afford it so I totally yeah it's hard but we I mean it's not to say that don't ever visit because Hawaiians love to share the culture and the aloha spirit but um, I was listening to you an interview a couple years ago and basically they were like we want to share with you the aloha spirit and the aloha and just the love of our culture but then go home <laughs> bye bye yeah. tourists <laughs> see you later yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you know tourism and we could honestly do a whole episode <laughs> on like the positives and negatives of like over tourism like we, we yeah. really could um mm-hmm. and I'm fully aware of like the negative impacts that tourism can have on a culture and a a destination but with that being said there's like a lot of destinations that like really thrive and need tourism so I don't know that's like something that like it's like a catch-22 sometimes Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I think that's why learning the culture is so important to me is like I want to know about the people here yeah so I think that's one of the things that I really value in travel agreed and I think that's kind of one of like the cons with all-inclusive is because you really don't get to participate and learn about the culture unless you get Mm -hmm. out and actually try to learn right like with a a day trip or you do some kind of excursion where you are being like immersed in like the culture but I do know like with all inclusives it's a little bit harder to kind of immerse yourself and learn so you really have to take that initiative to do it Mm -hmm. yeah so but I still love it for a short periods of time I'm not gonna lie it's a time and place like I said they like like we said there's a time and place for everything, and I think there's a time and place for all inclusives. And I hit like it's one of those things where I have like a love hate relationship with mm-hmm. it. I love it in the fact that you don't have to think everything's taken care of for you. You really don't have to plan. You plug in your dates of when you want to go, and if the price fits, you book it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I love about it is that it really takes no planning, no thought, no effort. You just show up, you get in your bathing suit every day, and you just relax. Yeah. On the other side of that, it's not travel to me either. So like, I don't it's know. It's a vacation. It, it's a vacation and yeah. it's something that you relax. And as much as I love to vacation, mm-hmm. I love to travel. Yeah. So I have a very hard time. We could talk about that too in another episode. The difference between a traveler and a vacationer. We could. We could. Because I do think, because I do think Americans vacation more than travel I think the thought of travel and we're gonna probably get on a whole different topic we keep talking about (laughs) this but I (laughs) I feel like we could go on forever about this but like to really travel I think for most people is very intimidating to like plan everything out it's kind of like you know several conversations that we've had with other people you know here on the podcast and beyond that it's just very overwhelming for people to try to plan yeah, something and, and like the logistics of things. Because I know even as a seasoned traveler, sometimes trying to find logistics to get from point A to point B can be very overwhelming. And if you're mm-hmm. not used to that, I can see why someone would be like, oh, I don't want to travel. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that's mm-hmm. why all-inclusive resorts are very appealing to people is because you don't have to do yeah. that and you can just show up and mm-hmm. have fun. And I mean, who doesn't yeah. like to show up and have fun? I mean, there's a time and place and sometimes it's much yeah. needed. Yeah. So. So yeah, so those are the pros and cons of all-inclusive from our perspective is that the pros are you can just unplug and everything is all there for you. You don't have to plan anything, think about anything, worry about anything. You can just be. And then a con is as well is that you don't get the full value of a location because it's very catered to the tourist and not the destination. Mm -hmm. So really, it kind of just depends on what you enjoy and what you're needing in that time and and space. So that is our thoughts on pros and cons. Do you have any last thoughts? Um, Honestly, also, I think both a pro and a con, well, I guess it's more of like a pro, is that you can choose the type of vacation you're looking for with an all-inclusive, whether you're looking for couples, you know, more Mm -hmm. of a family-friendly, but also price point, right? Because there's an all-inclusive for everybody in every single price point. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily restricting somebody from actually going to these places. So thank you so much, besties, for hanging out with us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to stay tuned to next week's episode because we have another fun one coming your way. So we'll see you next week, besties. Bye, you guys. Hey, travel besties. Guess what? We want to travel with you. We have teamed up with Trova Trip and created an epic itinerary that we want to experience with you. We have a group of fellow travel besties who have already booked, but the only thing missing is you. So why not use that hard-earned PTO and join us? You can book the trip or find more information on trovatrip.com, or you can click the link in our show notes. Can't wait to travel with you.